Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. I received an email a few days ago from my next guest, uh, Jennifer Wilder, joins us from Winnipeg. And uh, Jennifer let me know that Dwarfism Awareness Month is this month. And uh, she sent me information about herself and about her children and her blog. And uh, Jennifer lives with a condition known as hypochondroplasia, which is found in less than a 1,000 people worldwide. Jennifer, thank you for coming on the show. Thanks for making me aware of, of, of the month and the significance of the issue. Well, thank you so much for having me and for giving me this platform. Yeah, so tell us, please, uh, why the, what the, the opportunity is that, that the month actually provides that, um, to uh, Dwarfism Awareness Month provides to people who are living with, with the reality. It just gives us a chance to kind of put a spotlight on it and just as much as we can to, I don't want to say normalize it because we know it, we're not exactly normal, but we want to take away the stigmatism. We want to create an acceptance of it and that it won't be looked at so like on the movies or the TV shows and that it's very different and that we just want to be accepted. You wrote to me in part, little people are capable of doing most of what everyone else can do. Sometimes we just need to find a different way to do it. Um, do you find, and I want to add here, I wanted dwarfism to become less of a hush-hush issue and take away the stigmatism. Do you find that most people are reluctant or afraid or not sure on how to speak to you about it? Yeah, and that's what I really find. Like, It's not that people are necessarily rude or definitely don't intend to be rude, but they see it and they're kind of like, they just kind of, you can see their face freeze up and they don't know what to say and they kind of back away. And I guess they just don't know how to approach it. Like it's getting better, but it's definitely something that a lot of the time I'll just want to just go up to them and just say, what's your question? Really? Just ask. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's difficult. It's difficult for people. I remember years ago, somebody asked me about um, Sikhism and I said, well, I don't really know. Don't ask me, go and ask someone who's a Sikh. Uh, I can't yeah. answer the question, so please go and ask the person who, and I'm sure they'd be willing to talk to you about it. So same thing with, with uh, and it's little people of Manitoba and little people of America is the organization, right? Yeah, and those are very big organizations that just kind of give us a support uh, so that we can share resources and we can also get the awareness out. Yeah. Tell us, please, about surgeries that are done, and you have that on your uh, on your uh, blog which is um, smallbutfierce.ca, smallbutfierce.ca. We get to know your kids and your husband and your family. But there are surgeries that are done at the Shriners Hospital in Montreal. Tell us about that, please. Yes, there's, um, the surgeries are called limb lengthening, and it's, they have been going on for about 20 years. They've just been obviously modified quite, quite well. But uh, what it is is basically like I like to call a forced growth spurt. So what they do is they break your bone, like obviously in surgery, and then they insert the pins into the femur and into the tibia. And then over the course of a year, gradually the two bones are pulled apart. And then new bone will naturally grow in the middle, and that kind of creates a forced growth spurt. And uh, that is also, that isn't just a case of lengthening the bones, but it also the creating the growth spurt. But that's a very um, positive medical development. Yeah, and it takes away lots of complications. Like with my type of dwarfism, one of the main complications is the lower leg will be bowed out, uh, the tibia. And then so this 
operation will straighten the tibia, and then we don't have the complication of a possible break or a paralyzation later on down the road. Jennifer, let me ask you the question that needs to be asked then, and I'm sure many people are thinking the same thing now. What do we need to know about dwarfism? If I'm the, if I meet you on the street and you can see in my eyes that I want to ask you a question, just just tell me what what the answer is. What do people need to know? That we're just like you. Um, that we just yes, we're different, but we we still live. We still have, we're parents. We have jobs. We you know we watch Netflix. I like to say we do everything normal, and we want to be treated that way. We understand we're different. We're okay to acknowledge it. But we're just like everyone else, and just sometimes we just have to get things done a little differently than the average person would have to. But there are things that can be said and are said that are offensive and difficult, and I would imagine for your kids. Yeah. Yeah, the biggest one um, is obviously uh, the midget word. We call it the M word because it's almost like a curse word. <laughs> but that's that's a very degrading term. It was actually created just by one individual uh, a couple hundred years ago when they started the freak shows with uh, kids or adults with dwarfism, and that was where the word was created. So that's why it's a very degrading term. Like, we prefer to be called little people, um, small person. Even the word dwarf is medical. Or even we like to say just call us by our name. But definitely there are some terms that are very hurtful and degrading. Tell us about your kids. I have two girls, uh, Alyssa, she is 10, and McKenna, who is 6. And they both have the same dwarfism that I have. Uh, We knew going into it that was a possibility. Um, It was a 50-50 chance. And so they both have it, and I'm kind of glad they both have it. They're kind of there for each other. And uh, for me, I was the one-in-a-million case. I was just the random child, and then my two girls have it. And my husband is average height. And uh, the surgeries uh, are going to happen for your for your kids, but now we have the pandemic that is slowing everything down. But you can find out, our listeners can find out more about you and about your family at smallbutfierce.ca, smallbutfierce.ca. Jennifer, thank you so much for getting in touch, and uh, I'm glad to talk to you. Thank you. Thank you so much. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.